here's what's coming up on the cold podcast but i think that always still goes back to like how you define god some people may see it as that some people may see god as like an actual like entity i have an understanding of how the world works based on my experience in the world but i will acknowledge that i don't have an understanding of what is controlling that i believe that if i just you know do what i'm doing and abide by those rules governed by god knows what then i will be safe and i think in a sense maybe that is belief in god What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to the Cold Podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Steve. All right, grab your rosary, everybody, because we're going to be talking about what is faith. Yeah, so uh, faith is defined as a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Uh, secondary definition of it would be a strong belief in God or in the doctrines of a religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So that's a technical definition. But what I would like to say is that um, a lot of people see faith as more of a noun, right? Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, I see faith as more of a verb, right? So rather than faith being a person, place, or a thing, uh, I see faith more as like an action similar to a verb or similar to love, for example. So like, you know, when someone says like, I'm in love with somebody or when someone says, um, I have love for somebody, the love itself isn't necessarily a thing. It's rather an ongoing course of action that is affecting both people. Um, if you're looking for a noun, then I would say belief is probably a closer word. It's similar to faith, but I would say belief is the thing that is the that constitutes faith. Uh, when you put belief in action, it becomes faith, and then the doer becomes faithful. Okay, I think I see what you're saying because I would for I would want to argue that like you like faith and belief are kind of like synonymous, where it's like you you could um, you can have an like a belief the same way you can have faith, but I think. And in your definition, you're saying it's not necessarily a noun because, like, faith can evolve. Right. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you're running, you can run faster. So it's like it, it can – it's not just something that's is stagnant or a static-like thing. Mm -hmm. that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. That, yeah. Like, the fact that it's not static is sort of what um, drives the idea of faith being different from belief. Like, a lot of people would assume, like, okay, well, believing in something is the same as having faith in something. Right. But faith is – it's it's almost hard to put it to quantify it in like you know words almost in my opinion because it's like it's more of a spiritual thing like if you have faith in a marriage for example mm -hmm. it's like do you have a thing that drives your marriage forward or do you have an ongoing set of things or a set of actions that drive your marriage forward I guess okay yeah so actually to sort of back that point up I have this video from NY Life it's a commercial that was actually shared with me by my therapist it's pretty interesting uh, it doesn't talk about faith but it talks about love. So let's go ahead and watch that. The ancient Greeks had four words for love. The first is philia. Philia is affection that grows from friendship. Next, there's storge, the kind you have for a grandparent or a brother. Third, there's eros, the uncontrollable urge to say, I love you. The fourth kind of love is different. It's the most admirable. It's called agape. Love has an action. This is good. It takes courage, sacrifice, strength. For 175 years, we've been helping people act on their love so they can look back or look ahead and say, we got it right. All right, yeah, so that's that. We did good. That was, um, that was beautiful, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the reason why I played that is because, you know, when you think about it, 
the idea of faith is comprised of all of the actions of love towards a God rather than just following the doctrines of the God, I guess. Okay. That's sort of what I'm getting at here. Oh, okay. So it's like uh, there's a lot of layers to it, basically. Yeah, there's pieces. more layers. Okay. Um, people who have faith typically have some level of intrinsic relationship with whatever they have faith in. So uh, generally you can assume that faith hinges on unproven understanding of a person, process, or deity. Through that understanding, confidence is developed and or exercised. So as you gain more confidence in something, someone, or a process, then you gain more faith in it. For example, um, if you are a writer and you don't believe that you can write very well to begin with, and then you practice writing more often, then you get better at writing. You know, If mm -hmm. you're a faithful person, then you practice faith more often mm -hmm. and you become more faithful of a person. So I understand that faith doesn't necessarily have the same sort of linguistic um, nature as like a word like writing, mm -hmm. but I still sort of see it as more of a verb. But uh, that's not really the main point of this episode, whether it's a noun or a verb. But that's just like the opening point. Okay. Um, so now I wanted to get into a couple of different things. So with faith, um, the school of faith actually describes faith as three different aspects. In whom do we believe? What do we believe? And why do we believe? Right? right. So with that in mind, like, could you give an example of something that you would have faith in, Zoe? Okay. Uh, I know you get the idea of like, uh, did you say earlier, like, uh, ha like having faith in a marriage or something like that? Yeah, faith in a marriage, for yeah, example, or, a or intimate relationship. Okay. Um, I think faith could be like a faith in, um, you know, your ability to accomplish something. Like, uh, you know, I have faith that, you know, if, um, like, let's say you apply to a job, and it's like, I have faith I'll get the job. You know, I feel like I did everything right. Um, I gave a good interview, and then all you can do at that point is basically believe that you know good things are going to happen in exchange for your efforts. And I think that's kind of like, you know, uh, an example of what faith is, like having that belief um, in something, but you can't necessarily, you know, you can't necessarily ensure it. I think that's where faith takes the place, mm -hmm. you know? So I, that, I think is a good example. Yeah, it's a pretty good example. Um, I think that uh, for me, a gr the best example, obviously, is like a religious faith. Uh -huh. uh, like through a religious faith, you basically understand that, and you know, it could be any religious faith. Personally, I'm Christian, but in terms of religious faith, you, you have an understanding with um, yourself with yourself spiritually mm -hmm. that regardless of um, what is going on in your actual life that there is something higher than you that sort of dictates how you will act so you have faith that if you act in that way you will mm -hmm. be pleasing to that higher power basically okay. that's pretty much how most faith work yeah uh, some of them don't have a higher power but um, so we're actually going to go through a couple different um, verses from different religions just so we can have a little bit better of an understanding of what faith is. I actually want to start with the Quran verse. Um, so um, surely those who believe and do deed of righteousness, their Lord will guide them by their belief. So that's not specifically saying like, oh, this is the definition of faith. But the faith comes in where you decide that if you believe, then what you do will be in alignment with whoever you are serving. Right. So it doesn't okay. necessarily have to be like from a religious aspect, but. Um, there are actually other verses in the Quran, like, uh, whosoever fears Allah in whatever he does, Allah will open for him a way out of the difficulties and provide for him from whence he could little imagine. And whoever trusts in Allah, he is enough for him. So when you have faith in something, it's like your faith should be enough to get you through the process. So like when you're talking about a job, mm -hmm. uh, or you're talking about a job, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you're talking about a job, um, the, the faith that you are capable of doing the job should allow you to do the job effectively. I don't know if you've ever experienced that in your life. Has anyone here ever experienced that where it's like, you know, you're doing something and maybe you don't necessarily think that you can do it, but because someone had faith in you, you're more capable of achieving it, maybe. Yeah, I kind of think about that, and I'll, we'll pass it around. I kind of think about that as like a placebo effect a little bit, mm -hmm. where it's like, um, 
you know, if you believe, like, it's like, uh, you know, there's been cases where it's like someone would take a medicine that's like not necessarily like meant to combat whatever you're dealing with, but people would like make, will feel better because like they mentally believe that like it was supposed to make them feel better. Um, and I think, I think that is kind of like, y- you can have a subconscious effect on um, outcomes just based off of believing that like this is, you know, how it's supposed to work. You know, you can kind of like in a way will something into existence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it kind of works like that, um, but it, more in the metaphysical ideology or like the uh, spiritual aspect of it. I, I understand like that concept of like um, if you believe you can do something, I think it will enhance your ability to actually do it. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. um, if you don't believe, like it, I think that's like self fulfilling prophecy. If you don't, if you're trying to learn to ride a bike and you think you're gonna fail, you're probably gonna fail. But um, if you think like I'm gonna get this next try, you know, you're going to art like pretty much artificially are like uh you're going to convince yourself to like put in more effort to make that result happen right yeah you know, i think that's a way of how ma- faith can manifest as a you know something that can actually uh make you better so is it really a placebo effect though if it like is consistent and almost tangible i guess you can't really say that the faith itself is tangible but yeah. in a sense it's like if you have that belief in yourself you know you will do better so yeah. is it really a placebo well, it's, I, not, it's not guaranteed exactly it's not guaranteed though it's not guaranteed okay well, well, do you have any more on that? Like, let me pull that well, thread a little every, bit. He's, he's honestly saying everything that I'm, I'm thinking, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just bouncing off what you said. I was just going to say, like, I think I still see this placebo only because I know we've kind of expounded on uh, faith from, like, the spiritual aspect of, like, belief. But I, it's kind of, like, goes into, you know, if you try to ground it more, mm-hmm. you know, is faith necessarily logical? Which means that, like, I kind of see faith as, like... Um, it's basically a belief in something without proof. So okay. it's, you know, it's not like, which means it can't be like, you know, it can't tangibly have an effect. So I think all it is is just it bolsters your abilities in a way because if you have faith you're going to do something and you have that belief, the placebo effect or the idea that like just my idea is going to make me do better, I think that in, that basically like kind of enhances your own output. So it's not the faith I think that's actually doing it. I think it's the belief that like you're going to do better is making you perform better mm. but it's not necessarily the faith is actually having a tangible effect you know because it's like even even if it wasn't like a faith even if you took faith out of it it's just like it still all comes out to like your own your own output you know well but imagine if you were doing something and you didn't have faith in yourself to be able to achieve it your output would be minimized it could be. It could, it could be, but mm-hmm. it would be. Well, <laughs> like, not because that, if you don't think you can do it, yeah. then you're not going to be at your highest level of performance, I would assume. But like he said, it doesn't guarantee that. anything, though. So exactly. that's why I kind of said, like, you know, you could still have faith and still fail. So that's why it's like I think it's a placebo mm. because it doesn't guarantee mm. anything. It's just sometimes it can enhance your own output. But I, that's not going to make the result better. I feel like you can have faith and you will fail. You you can still fail but it's like I look at it more of like a like you fail forward type of thing. Like you have faith in what you're doing, and you do fail sometimes, but you are getting better, and eventually you will you will reach what it is that you're but trying you to achieve. But you can't, like I said, it's not guaranteed. You can fail over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and there are situations where you'll keep trying and you'll get no no results. Yeah. But you're it more likely you're you're more like sorry. What'd you say? Uh, it may take like a hundred tries. Yeah. And yeah, and with that hundred tries point, you're more likely to continue failing if you don't have faith in the process that you're engaging in. 
Well, I, right. Would the would the faith be would the faith be decreasing if I'm steadily failing? If you're if you steadily fail failing, it may actually increase your faith, depending on if you learn every time you but fail. My question is, could it could it decrease? It could decrease. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. potential. There's potential for it to decrease, but that just depends on the character that you have. I, I guess. Agree. Mm -hmm. So, like, if you are someone who is like, you know, like it says in the Bible, oh, ye of little faith, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, if it's like if you have very little faith to begin with, then you are likely to have less faith going on. But, but my if you, point more so is you could have a hundred percent faith, and then as you fail it can decrease until a point where you're just like, I give up. Yeah. Mm. True. I, I kind of, I kind of was thinking like how much, because if you, if you go off the idea that like, well, you know, if you keep trying, you're going to get better. Um, and eventually you'll do it. I'm like, but that kind of just decreases it down to a numbers game. That's like, even in sales, it's like, um, it's like if I, if I go outside during a thunderstorm and I stand under a tree and I say to myself, I'm not going to get struck by lightning. You know, if I stand there for one day, I might not get struck by lightning. But if I do that every day for like, you know, the next 20 years and I still don't believe I'm going to get struck by lightning, one day I might get struck by lightning. And so it's like what, you know, in that aspect, it's like I didn't believe I was, but it still happened. You know, but even if I believed I would, like I'm going to get struck by lightning and it took 20 years for it to happen. Is it because faith basically prevailed or was it literally just a matter of time? Mm. But wouldn't it be better to like have faith in something and continue to chase it and, you know, fail and don't actually get there, it would be better to just fail and not actually get there than it would to, yeah. you know, be to, to just quit, basically, is what I'm saying. No, I, and I'm not saying faith is bad. I think, you know, like, faith is a good thing. Like, you should believe in yourself. Um, I'm just going off the, I, the notion of, like, um, can we tangibly quantify faith? And is it, like, logical in the sense that, like, having it will actually have tangible effects? Because... It could, like I said, I believe that spiritually it can make you, um, it, you know, it can help you out in the sense of like making you more confident huh. in how you actually. Oh, go. Well, no, I would just say, I would just say, so having faith from the spiritualist perspective, mm -hmm. it would make you more. Um, I forgot the word I was going to use, but it would make it would just make you more um, resistant to failure. Is what I'm saying, but continue, continue. Okay. I just wanted to throw that yeah. in there. No, no, and that's a good point. It will make you more resistant because if you like, it's going to make you more. Um, you're gonna have less of an attitude to to stop doing it because you're gonna have faith like this is gonna happen. And I, I like I said, that's why I think it's good in that aspect. I'm just trying to say, like in the tangible realm of like, will this actually affect your outcomes? I don't necessarily think it will. I think it'll just make you more persistent in trying to get your outcomes. So I got I a question, a little definition, but you can go ahead. Can faith be bad? Mm. Faith can be bad, yeah. Okay. Having right. faith can be a bad thing, depending on what you have faith in. True. <laughs> yeah, because I was just in here thinking. I would like to hear an example. Of I was just in here thinking, like, could somebody have faith that their bills are going to get paid if they don't work? Right, right. Mm. It depends. So, so on what level do you want an example of faith being bad? Like, do you want oh. an example of, like, from a spiritual place or from, like, a physical place? Like, what? Okay. I think it, both ways. It could go either way. Okay, so both. I would say faith can be bad. Like, for example, if you say, like, I have faith that... <laughs> uh, <laughs> if you say like uh i have faith that oh here's here's an example okay if you say i have faith that god um uh i was supposed to be born without one of my legs right and then you have that leg amputated because your faith tells you that you shouldn't have had that leg right and then you get it <laughs> cut off and now you're someone without a leg right yeah um i think that that through that example it's like if you think something that is like not necessary, not necessarily rational or backed by any like actual rationality, yeah. uh, then it makes it harmful. 
so pretty much yeah. harm is the factor. If there's a harmful factor to it, if it actually hurts you to have faith in something, yeah. then then it's a probably a net negative. Uh, when it comes to a spiritual aspect, it's like if you have faith, like for example, if someone goes out worshiping Satan, knowing who Satan is, right. like if you read the Bible and say, you know what, I identify with Satan, I want to just be like him, you know, that's <laughs> bad. <laughs> that would be that would be like strategically bad. Yeah, oh, I actually we got to talk about that one day, Stephen. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually got a good example. Uh, I think faith needs to be grounded in realism, okay. like all like at all times. I think that's probably one of the big uh, deterring points from people with religion. Um, because a lot of times, uh, like religion requires a leap in faith that's not necessarily always grounded. Okay. And I think the way, and I think that's why faith can sometimes be harmful. Um, because like, if I believe that if I jump off this building, I'm gonna fly. I have faith in it. You know, I also ha- I'm not accounting for the fact that like people can't fly in reality. Mm-hmm. So it's like I think that's gonna be harmful right. because it's like, well, I'm just gonna end up hurting myself. So I think if you have faith, but it's not grounded in realism, that essentially just becomes delusion. But I that's have an funny. Be- definition here, actually. Okay. All right. So what I think of faith, I think of a uh, so an accumulated aggregation of belief in something. So I guess breaking that down a bit, accumulation would be you know gathering, um, you g- you're getting more of something, and uh, aggregated meaning like clustering, grouping together. And obviously, it's being channeled into something, which is in this case is belief. So, you're gaining more uh, and more and more and more belief in something, and that's what I think faith is. So, uh, whether that belief is positive or negative, whether it's logical or illogical, you have a belief, um, and you have a you have a certain amount of confidence in that belief mm-hmm. that either this will occur, this will not occur, whatever that opinion is. So. Yeah. That was actually a really good definition. Yeah, I like that. That yeah. was like a, the best way to probably to say it. I couldn't have said it any better than that. So like in terms of like what faith is, like the idea that it's something that is built up, um, something that is aggregated over time. I think aggregated is actually a perfect word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, so what were you saying? What were you saying? Oh, uh, basically the end thing was for me, I'm like uh, faith without realism is delusion. Right. Okay. So faith mm-hmm. without realism. That's funny because like the two things are basically, that's like saying like, the top of a coin without the bottom of a coin isn't a coin, you know? Yeah. It's like they're two opposite things, you know? Yeah. And you can't really have faith with realism, I guess, you, in my you mind. Can. You think, I think you, you can. can. Well, I guess I'm speaking from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. Like, and it depends on what you mean by realism. When you well, Define realism in your perspective. Okay. Uh, well, it has to be grounded in our reality. So, like, what we could observe to, like, be possible. That's my idea. So, in the coin example, I was going to say, uh, well, if you take one side of the coin away, it wouldn't be a coin because part of what a coin is is the two-sided thing so it's like it's like true you know if you true. cut half of if you, if i cut a bike in half is it still a bike or is it now a unicycle <laughs> <laughs> no it's half a bike i, I well yeah but you see what i'm saying right if yeah. you take the whole it can't be the thing now um so i think that's the same thing with faith it's like if you have faith it needs to be grounded in what's actually possible or else it's just illusion you know if i try to jump off a roof and i, I have faith i'm gonna fly people are gonna look at me and say well he might actually just be delusional and right people, but oh, go ahead Oh, I was gonna. I was just gonna say, uh, in terms of it being rational, it's like there's a limit. Okay, I understand that there's a limit, and then once you cross over that limit, you become irrational, right? Mm-hmm. But there's also the matter of like, there are certain things that we can't necessarily know, right? Okay. There's so that that goes into religious faith, but even if it goes into like uh, scientific, like your scientific belief or something, like right. you know, look at the Wright brothers. They thought they couldn't fly, or they thought they could fly. 
No one else thought they could fly. No one thought they could fly for the past 100,000 years, mm-hmm. but then these guys figured out how to fly. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, um, you know, there are ways you could figure out how to do things. Like, when I say, like, you know, from the idea, like, we can't fly, of course, but, like, we can figure out, you know, if we understand the mechanics of our world, we can, we, you know, we can figure out that flight is possible and then work towards that. But, like, just by yourself, you know, we know that if I jump off a building, I can't fly. That's kind of what Superman. I'm, yeah, that's kind of uh-huh. what I'm saying with it. Cause, um, and that's where it's like that still relies on realism because they knew they could fly, but they first have to determine, is it possible? Mm-hmm. And then once you determine, like, actually, based off what we know, this is possible, then we can actually achieve that goal. But I think, um, you know, faith also has an aspect of a human understanding because, like, like you said, we don't, we're only limited by our own perspective. So there's things in the universe that operate that we might be, not be able to perceive. But um, if that's the case, um, we should be very cautious not to, like, you know, rely on those aspects we don't understand, you know, with a such, uh, you know, um, vigor. Because, okay. You know, because then that's when you lead down a path of if you're not sure this is going to be like help you or if you're not sure this is how this works, then it wouldn't be wise to like, you know, invest so much like, um, you know, belief in it. So but would it be wise to invest nothing, no belief hmm? in it? I, I would say. Well, wouldn't you say people practice faith every day? Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. pretty much. every You don't you, you get in your car, crank it up. You It could blow up on you. You, <laughs> yeah. you have faith that your car is going to start that's, yeah. and get yeah. you home, you know, so every yeah. day. You know, we practice faith. Yeah. So then extending that up upward, you know, toward like a religious perspective, right? So if you, I mean, obviously not everyone has faith in any kind of religion, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's less of a stretch to say, do you have a belief in God? And then there's, it's even less of a stretch to say, do you believe that there is anything higher than you or higher than the human humankind? Mm-hmm. You know, so then you need... Then you can have a level of faith where it's like you start, like sort of like what Lizzie was saying, it aggregates into becoming a belief in God, and then it aggregates more into becoming a belief in a religion, right? Yeah. So it, basically, I wanted to ask you two a question. I wanted to ask, like, um, do you have faith in the idea that there is a plane of existence higher than that that humans typically explore? Like, so the baseline of existence, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say that there is a plane higher than that consciously? Yeah. I, well, I think that goes into how someone, I guess, would define God. You know, some people see it as a higher plane of like um, some people see it like a higher plane of causality. Like, I don't know if I walk out the door, if I'm going to be attacked by a dog, but I haven't up till this point, And I believe that if I walk out that door again, I won't. You <laughs> right. know, hmm. that could be a belief in the fact of, you know, just causality. It's more so of like uh, confidence, right? Yeah. It's more so like confidence. Yeah. Just kind of because you walked out that door plenty of times to to know in your mind that. I'm not going to get attacked by a dog, but you don't know that for sure. Exactly. But, you know, like I said, you put faith in the fact that it hasn't happened yet, you know, so the chances are pretty low and you believe in that. Now, is there like a uh, like like a plane of existence that like basically controls and regulates like causality that affect us? I don't necessarily know that, but you could also argue that could be maybe a faith in a higher plane. You know, I'm basically taking a chance with everything I do and I know I don't determine that chance, but I also don't know if something does. So I think, in a sense, that could be looked at as like a faith in a higher plane, um, but I think that always still goes back to like how you define God. Some people may see it as that. Some people may see God as like an actual like entity that is like a conscious entity, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say that I'm probably more aligned with the idea that I believe that um, I have an understanding of how the world works 
based on my experience in the world, but I will acknowledge that I don't have an understanding of what is controlling that. And I believe that, you know, and I believe that, like, basically that law that we abide by in our reality, you know, I believe that if I just, you know, do what I'm doing and abide by those rules governed by God knows what, then I will be safe. And I think, in a sense, maybe that is belief in God. Mm. So would you say that uh, basically... um is there I'm trying to think of how to word this like mm-hmm. um so it sounds like you believe in like the like a me- like a matrix of causality but not necessarily god yeah yeah i'll yeah. say that okay so would you be- would you say that there is a um i already asked that question i guess I was going to say something about the plane, like, you know, like high, a higher plane of existence. Yeah. So, like, oh, this is what I was going to ask. So, do you think that there is a way to uh, to understand uh, things that are higher than yourself? Like, so you, yeah. you're talking about your experience and you, you base your you base your perception of reality on your experience. Mm-hmm. Right. So do you think that your experience has already reached its peak? Is there more you could experience? Could you experience beyond where you are currently experiencing? Like, no. say, for example, one day you started to actually experience spiritual things, right? Mm-hmm. Would you take those things and would you say, oh, well, you know, I need to go see a doctor because this is crazy? Or would you <laughs> say, uh, well, maybe my perception up till now was different than where it is. So now I need to have faith and understand and explore, like, oh, what does this mean? What is, um, What is beyond my perception or would you try to go backwards yeah to back towards where your perception used to be i guess and well, then i'm actually asking marino this too both of you guys okay yeah I, I would say that um if something that i couldn't explain happened to me and maybe happened enough times that it would cause me to question it um it's str- it's funny that it's like the idea is would you become more you know essentially religious or would you start to have faith and attribute that to like a god um because it's like I wouldn't understand it, and it'd probably be beyond my perception. So, like, I would probably question it. I would look to understand it. I would go see a doctor. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and like I so said, I would seek out people that may know more, know more than me. So, it's like, I'd probably go to a doctor. You know, if they didn't have an answer, maybe I'd go to a priest, see what he might have to say. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the interesting thing about it is that, like, when you do prescribe the idea that, like, I can't understand this, so, like, maybe this is God, you know, in a way, religion is, like, prescribing an answer, which is interesting because it's like... A lot of when I hear like religious people speak on it a lot of times, it's like they're like, "Are you going to?" You know, it's like it's they like say like, the "Yeah, are you going to basically just accept that you don't know and 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 you know basically give it to God essentially?" But like in that sense, they're trying to prescribe the answer. Like, well, the answer is God, and God is this. It's like, okay, well, you're saying you know what it is. So is that any different from me basically taking that experience and trying to? have a solution to it that is more in line with what I think might be plausible. So it's like, let's say I go to a doctor and I start looking up like, you know, different type of scientific things. And I make my own theory, you know, and it's not God. Is that really any different from what you would do from a religious aspect? Because you still are attempting to understand it by saying it's God. I would say from the religious component, uh, it would be different because the religious person would say that God prescribed the answer. Right. Obviously, it would take a belief in God for you to actually agree with that. Mm-hmm. But if you go to a religious person and say, like, okay, well, I've been uh, having experiences that feel spiritual. They're odd. I don't understand what this means. Like, you know, maybe my thoughts are in a different, you know, lane than they used to be or something like that. 
And then you say like, well, but I don't believe in God. So I'm going to go to the doctor. You gave me some pills and now I don't have those thoughts anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the religious mm-hmm. person says, well, you don't need the pills, man. You just need God. Right. Right. And then uh, they tell you to read the Bible. They tell you to or read the Quran or they tell you to read something. And then that builds your faith to the point where you don't need the pills anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you've had an experience where you realize that maybe what the religious person was saying actually worked. But it's intrinsically different from the scientific things because the scientific things are physically proven to work, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. And how do you know the God thing worked? Yeah. How do you like how did you how did you come to the conclusion that that it was solved mm-hmm. just by going just by giving it all to God? Uh you would come to the conclusion that things were solved because you would notice like tangible change in your life, right? Through the faith. So, like, you could also go back to the numbers game things I was saying earlier, where it's like, well, I mean, maybe things just got better by random chance. Mm-hmm. But it's like when you stay on a path of a religious faith for long enough, then you start to realize that um, you actually have an active um, transformation process where you change as a person. And then as you change as you change into a new person, you have different results. Right. It's the same as if you took religion out of it. If you said, like, okay, well, I got a new job and I got I have faith that I can make it to the highest level of the job and you continually transform yourself until you reach the point where you're the CEO. You know, it's kind of like the same thing, I guess, if that makes sense. You see the change. You you experience the change. So it's like a medicine, you know, doctors versus God. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. both of these equal output. That's like good. Like you've changed or you're cured or you're better. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and it's not necessarily the best example because it's like, you know, from my perspective, it's like God made the doctors to provide the medicine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's Mm -hmm. not like you're saying like, oh, well, I have cancer. I'm going to just, you know, trust God fully and not, you know, I'm going to eat fruit and, you know, I'm not going to, you know, do chemo or take any pills or whatever you do when you have cancer or anything like that. (laughs) Um, I actually wanted to read, uh, can you go to the inductive logic section? I just wanted to go to that just because I was uh, talking about logic a little bit. Yeah. So inductive logic is a system of inference that describes the relation between propositions on data and propositions that extend beyond the data, such as predictions over future data and general conclusions on all possible data. So basically, as you grow in faith, you actually start to see uh, things. You have experiences that tie into what um, you have faith in. Then you can make an assumption based on what you've already experienced. Yeah. Right. A lot of people would say, like, OK, well, that's a leap of faith. Right. But as you gain more experience and as you gain more data, the leap becomes less distant. Yeah. I, well, from what it seems like, it seems like inductive logic is the idea like if A equals B and B equals C, then I can, and you know, say that A probably equals C. Like you're in, like I could I don't have to see that to know if A equals B and B equals C, then A also equals C. You can induct like use inductive reasoning to figure that out. That's basically what that's saying. Yeah. Like basically sense. without it necessarily stating that, you can take the facts and and basically figure out It wouldn't be that A equals C, it would be that A will eventually lead to C. Well, see, that's the thing. That's why I'm just like, would you say that faith is the idea of inductive logic? Because I think the difference between why well, I don't think faith is necessarily logical is because faith isn't uh isn't indicative or determined by proof. Like, I think with inductive logic, it's the idea that you know this is certain and you know that's certain. Therefore, you can certainly yeah. say that these, these two things align as well. Whereas it, faith is just kind of like um, the idea that I think this. Without reason. Yeah. yeah without faith reason. In you know, and I'll have a reason for faith thinking this, but I believe it anyway because I want X outcome. So it's like you're mm-hmm. missing an equation and your, faith, and, and your faith is there to fill in the blank. I have an example. Roosevelt. Um, yeah. uh, so recently explain what you did when you went to that company can you talk about that um 
Uh, I to work company. What are you talking about? When you, when you <laughs> <laughs> like you were saying, basically, uh, you know, um, when dude was like, I'm getting goosebumps right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah, Rosie, what were you right doing now? over there? Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goosebumps. Okay, hold on. All basically, it's like a perfect example to go with what Zoe was just saying. No, so, all right, so it's a situation where, right, it's me and this this guy, right? Yeah. All right, we the, no, listen, all right. <laughs> All right, look. All right, quit, quit listen, jokes, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> All right, so it's me and this guy, right? The lead engineer at our company is sick. So he only been at the company for a year, and I've been there like six, seven months. And we basically had to go to. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm we basically sorry. had to go to um, one of our customers to fix a machine that we didn't know enough information about to really be mm. able to you feel me solve okay. the issues um but it was like he he had he was coming from a mindset of oh well we don't know enough about this machine to fix the issues i'm worried um you know he was he was nervous and i told him i'm like you know basically i uplifted his spirits by saying like okay you know we might not know but you feel me we do this like you feel me this is mm -hmm. what they hired us for you know what i'm saying so we might not know but we're gonna put our heads together we're gonna see what the issue is and you feel me we're gonna make it happen and he he that uplifted his spirits and but that's see, why even in that, that story they had reason yeah. I, I feel like i feel like they had reason in that story yeah i say that they, okay yeah because because yeah. like they relied on them not like blindly it's like you know they knew that this is what they do so they it's knew like, something yeah. but yeah. they'd never experienced the machine before but they experienced the machine no, did they? A machine. A machine. A machine. A machine. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. They have they have some type of knowledge. Yeah, their knowledge and experience is what's right. giving them the yeah. actual courage or confidence that they can solve that problem. Potentially. Right. So when you say proof, it's like when you guys were talking about proof earlier, it's yeah. like what qualifies as proof? Do you need proof from another person? Do you need a piece of? Do you need some, like a physical thing that yeah. is that proof? What is the proof? Well, that proof, would, a, proof for what though? Like yeah. what do we? To well, me, it's well, like I, the key behind belief itself. Yeah. Like, well, I think it's... Uh, it's so hard for you to... It's so hard for everybody to, like, concisively say, like, okay, this thing is what led to my belief. Like, people have different, uh, you know, what you call them? Uh, people have different, like... Experiences. Yeah, experiences or uh, understandings of certain things. So, yeah. it's like, how do you say belief is, you know... How do you, like... How do you guarantee yeah. belief in one direction? Yeah. You can't because everybody has different beliefs that are based on a ton of different factors. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I, I have to say that let's break down Roosevelt's story a little bit because I'm like, the first thing you have to ask is, did the, um, was it the supervisor, I guess, that was uh, like trying to determine if you guys could fix this problem or something, Roosevelt? Nah, it was really just, it was like, okay, so there was an issue, you mm -hmm. feel me, and the, and, the, and the customer was reaching out about it. And although the lead engineer was sick, we still needed somebody to go out there okay. and hear what the issue is and you feel me. Okay. Well, really just acknowledge acknowledge the issue, like see what the issues are, mm -hmm. then you feel me, you come up with a solution later. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, so basically going off that, it's like, would you say it was logical for the company and the customer to believe that they could resolve the issue or would you say he just had blind faith that they could do it? 
I would argue it was logical for them to assume that because yes, one, this is like what they do. They said they have prior experiences. They haven't dealt with this exact problem, but they have enough references and they have enough, um, you know, just company knowledge to know that they could figure it out. So to I feel like belief. it is it is yeah. logical for them to like, you know, it's more logical for them to be like, I'm pretty sure like they could figure this out. And and why I wouldn't say it's just like, you know, I think maybe your example was like they had blind faith that they would be able to do it. And right. that led to a solution. I'm like, well, I don't think it was blind faith. I think you'd have a stronger argument if they took five guys off the street and it said, hey, I need you guys to go solve this. And then they sat there with their hands folded and say, like, this is going to get done. Just you wait. Like, because it's like, <laughs> well, no, well, no, blind faith. So I would never use the example of blind faith. And I don't even think religious belief is blind faith. I think that's just like a secular yeah. means of conveying religion. Like, if I you right. convince disagree everyone. With you, though. Yeah, it's not okay. all. I disagree with you only because. Well, he's saying the, it in a different context, uh, but, okay. mm-hmm. Go ahead. Well, uh, I'm only disagreeing with you because I'm coming from like the biblical. I'm kind of thinking biblical right now, okay. and I believe uh, I think it's Hebrew 11. I don't know the 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 verse, but it's you know faith is. Uh, it's actually in here. Scroll scroll up. Uh, keep going. Keep going. Do we do yeah, Hebrews 11. Yeah, faith is assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So when I read that, it's kind of like, to me, it's like, you know, no evidence. Mm-hmm. There's right. no no evidence. But it says not scenes, not things not evident. Can you say that they're not using it in that uh, that same like thing? Like, Well, let's just go ahead and read the whole thing. Think about it. It's belief. Mm-hmm. You have a belief that's not based on, like Alonzo was saying frequently, like yeah. logical things or things that you've previously seen mm-hmm. versus belief in something overall as like, yeah, be- yeah, belief in something overall versus belief in something that you know like A plus B equals C. I know A plus B is going to equal C. Or you're just going to overall guess or have faith that A is somehow going to equal C. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not that A or would A equal C. It's that A plus B would equal C. Right, right. So but you just assume different. that you assume that if A plus B equals C, then C plus D probably equals whatever the next letter is in the alphabet. I can't even remember But, yeah, it's, right it's blind faith, yeah. so it's like you wouldn't know all of those. Yeah. But it's not blind because yeah. it, it assumes th- basically – with, when it comes to like a religious faith, it assumes that you've had some form of experience or revelation that you can actually use to build the blocks of faith. Mm-hmm. It's blind faith when you just say like, you know what, I talked to a guy, he said he believes in Jesus, so now I believe in Jesus. Yeah. I don't have any context whatsoever. But when you have the context of things like the Bible or the testimonies or witness of other people, then now that you have context. To God yeah. and, and God will you know, make yeah. sure that things work out for you. Well, say it again. Oh, I was, I was just going to say... Um, and sorry to cut you off on that one, Lizzie. Oh, but uh, just to kind of like give, like to make it mathematical to maybe understand, like my idea of what difference between like using logic and filling in the gaps with faith. The difference with me is like if I say two plus y equals four, I have enough information there to logically know that y would equal two because mm-hmm. I know two plus two equals four. So it's like that's using logic. That's the idea I think of Roosevelt's situation was, where it's just like, they had enough pieces to determine that, like, we could figure this out. My thing of faith is if I said 2 plus X equals Y, I don't have any information to go off and determine what either X or Y is. But if I say, well, I believe Y is 7, I'm literally filling in the gap with faith. I'm literally just saying, well, I'm prescribing that this is probably going to be Y because that's what I truly believe. And with that, I can determine what X is going to be. That's kind of like where in religion... Um, we don't, you can necessarily say like, you know, there's a lot of, there's like mixed evidence on whether even Jesus existed, 
but that's a part of the Christian belief. And it's like, not only do I believe he existed, but I believe he was the son of God and everything he said. So I think that's where faith is. Faith fills in the gap. That's basically, you're taking that leap of faith to give one, to basically prescribe an answer so then you can then fill in the blanks. Right, I think that's I don't think, I think, I think that's reverse reasoning. I think that, knowledge. no, I think that you would base it that's on, you would say like, I have, so you would say, I have a belief. I have a belief that Jesus may be the son of God, right? right? So now I'm going to read the Bible. All right, you read the Bible. You read some of it, even. You yeah. read a good portion of the Bible. Whoa, wait, I gotta stop you. So you had the <laughs> belief before you read the Bible, before you. Exactly. He, well, no, I, I didn't have, but have I didn't have faith. I didn't have faith. I had a belief. Okay. I had a belief. You know, I was in a position where I was thinking, well, things aren't going so well, so I need to try something. Okay. Right. In fact, I always say I would have rather it had been anything but Christ. If you guys, you yeah. know, you guys, well, Marino didn't, but you guys all knew me three years ago right. before I got saved. And the fact of the matter is just that you have the belief, right? You say this could work, right? Then you read the Bible. Then you test the Bible against your own experience. And if your experience aligns with what the Bible dictates, then you say, okay, well, there may be something here. So then you read more of the Bible, right? You test it again. Now it shows, okay, well, this is still consistent. My experience aligns with what was written 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. Then you say, well, now I have enough belief, right, aggregated belief. You know, my belief has been mm -hmm. aggregated to a point where now I'm starting to build faith. Now I have an understanding of why I should have faith because I've read the Bible. So it's like it's like a, a feedback loop almost as you continue to build by doing, like, for example, like it doesn't mm -hmm. even have to be the Bible. Like even if you talk to somebody and say, like, okay, this guy was addicted to drugs and you know, he changed his life, turned it around, and the main thing, the key root of it was the fact that he found Jesus Christ, right? And then you replicate that 150 times, right? Mm -hmm. Now you have a foundation of experience that relates that belief to the faith in God. I um, <laughs> I like that Marino caught that because I think that's kind of what he was saying with kind of like the circular reasoning only because uh, – he said, like, did you start? You started with yeah. the belief already before you read the Bible. Exactly. what I was saying. So did you, like, believe in God, and then you started reading the Bible to qualify that belief, or were you looking for answers, and you looked to the Bible for answers and then determined it is God? Because that that those are, like, two separate ideologies. Well, yeah, no, I believe that God could be the answer. That's what I was just explaining. Like, well, you already, have, you already have, like... Yeah confidence in yourself that this is yeah. the answer before you before you yeah. took the the bible with no feelings involved you get what i'm saying yeah well no but i took a lot of different routes before that like just the people in this room can literally tell you like yeah. that's why i'm confused that's why i'm like you know you were there no, when I, I was talking about you know <laughs> the fifth dimension feeding energy into us and shit like that so it's like right no, you know I, I tried a lot of different things before breaching the biblical point yeah no i get that and i'm not saying like that doesn't diminish your experience it's just my thing with religion um, which sometimes I see with people is that it wasn't that they uh, they went into it like, OK, like I found religion and then I realized it answers my question. They already kind of were like, um, I want to believe in God. And then like because when you do that, a lot of times you're going to like self-qualify a lot of the answers to it. So because like. Um, it's, that's why they don't in the scientific method they never start with like determining an yeah an answer they basically look at the evidence and and then the evidence makes the answer so it's like if I that's, was that couldn't be true that that's literally what it is like you so can't, you're telling me that well, they, people they go start with a people go, people don't go towards a goal huh? they start they with a science. hypothesis yeah they're right. not, yeah they're not supposed to they're trying to get yeah. to a place but they they're not saying like we're yeah. going to get to this place if 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 
if the uh, whatever the hypothesis is, if it doesn't come out, yeah. they'll just try again. Right. So the hypothesis was the God of Abraham is real, but there are plenty of there were plenty <laughs> of hypotheses before that. Yeah, but a lot of times you like they have to have a, a starting point. Like they'll already know a couple of things. Like let's say with gravity, like they didn't they didn't start by saying like I believe there's an invisible force that acts upon the earth. And now we're going to research to prove that they're going to. What they did is they looked True. at the things around them. They, they studied how, like you know, space and time correlate, and like you know, mass correlates with how things are attracted to each other, and then determined, okay, there must be a like a force at play because we know that like we can observe and test that these things, you know, when x when these things happen, this is the result, and we're going to call that result gravity. But they didn't start by saying. Things fall because gravity, and now we're gonna prove gra- what gravity is. <laughs> right, well, that right. that sounds like a straw man because that's not that's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm okay. saying that people have a belief in. Okay, you can use replace gravity with a belief in God. Yeah. There are plenty of people who find success in life due to their belief in God. Mm-hmm. Therefore, God may be real. Is okay. that not the same? I mean, like I guess you could say that because I I get what you're saying because God is a concept that's like everyone knows about. So it's not like, um, it, it like I said, it's not like you're kind of um, prescribing something that people aren't aware of. It's just the idea that when you started by saying, like, I believed God could be the answer, so then I started studying God. Because you're basically saying, I be- I was looking for an answer that was going to end up in it being God. And so at that point, are you researching to find answers, or are you researching to qualify the belief? Because I think that's when you create inherent bias. Well, no, I researched a lot of things before God. I researched, like, aliens. Okay. You know, I researched, like... But did you want to believe in aliens? I wanted to believe in anything that would help me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, if you actually could understand, like, the level of, like, mental illness I was dealing with, it's like I wanted to deal, I wanted to find something that would help me recover from whatever it was I was suffering from. Mm-hmm. Therefore, you know, obviously I grew up in the church, right? And I was someone who was an, a devout atheist. I was really against God. I didn't want anything to do with the church. I didn't want the church to be a solution. Mm-hmm. But through active, actual... um investigation i found belief at the very minimum right Mm -hmm. so it's not like it took me you know since i came i I was really sick when i came back from thailand and uh after coming back from thailand it took about three years for me to actually choose to go to church right because it was also covid so i didn't even have the option to go to church but i wouldn't have went either way but the fact of the matter is just that you can have evidence of god is what i'm basically saying Okay. It's just a matter of can you get someone else to hand you evidence of God? It doesn't necessarily work like that because it's like if you expect spiritual evidence of a if you oh, sorry if you expect physical evidence of a spiritual experience, then you're just looking in the wrong direction, right? So you can't necessarily can apply you say that th- again. Can you say that one more time? If you expect physical evidence of a spiritual experience, spiritual. then you're going to fail at finding it because that's not how it works. You can have physical the the probably the peak of physical. Uh, evidence would be like testimony, right? Mm-hmm. A person can tell you their experience, but they can't even tell you their full experience because even if they did, you wouldn't necessarily understand it because you don't have that spiritual background to be capable of even not thinking that it's bullshit. Very true. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I think it's a very uh, personalized experience. But it's illogical. So do you have faith <laughs> Do you have faith in the Virgin Mother? Virgin Mary? Yeah. I don't, uh, do I have faith in her? Yeah. Uh, I have faith that she gave birth to Jesus as a virgin. Sure, yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. All right. Did we lose the did we lose the plot? Oh, <laughs> 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 this was fun. This was actually a really fun conversation. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, well, I guess uh, how I'll, long we've been going, Lizzie? Yeah, it's been a while. What's that clock say? Forty six. Holy damn! Shit. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, yeah, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna close it out by reading this Bible verse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some script. Uh, now faith is the oh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Lizzie. Yeah, Lizzie just ruined it. <laughs> now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their commendation. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by the word of God so that what is seen was not made out of things that were are visible. So that literally just ties into what I was saying. You know, mm. what is made is not. So the things that made the universe are not visible. Therefore, if you want to if you if you seek them, you would find them. But most people don't do the investigation to actually find it. That's my opinion, of course, okay. and my experience. Uh, is it logical? Zoe says no. Well, like I said, <laughs> listen. I'm, I, I'm lost on this one though, because yeah. it's like you can find something you can't see. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really stuck on that. The atoms right. of the universe or something like you can't. Yeah. Well, you you could see them you through can a see microscope, that. but yeah. you can't see all of them. We yeah. still don't know all of them. But but the assumption is that God would exist outside yeah. of the universe. What does yeah. that mean? Right. What does it mean? That's the question. <laughs> I, I, I think I, this is my closing. Cause I don't I, I don't want to spark any arguments that will drag it on, but I guess. Um, when it comes to faith, I think faith is something that um, can be interpreted a lot of ways, but I think it's just an idea or a belief that people hold to themselves because I think at the end of the day, people want answers and people want to know that if they don't know how to get answers, that there's a way that they can attack life to at least feel comfortable in the ambiguity. Comfort. And so like comfort. Um, at the end of the day, whether it's uh, whether you look for those answers organically or you want or basically you prescribe an answer and work to prove that at the end of the day it just goes back to the fact that everyone has faith because everyone wants to believe in something i think that's well i don't want to start an argument yeah. either but let me just <laughs> <laughs> okay, i actually find the opposite of what you just said to be true i think that people that don't have faith in a religious thing actually are the ones that seek an answer and because they don't have an answer they don't continue seeking is kind of how i would put it okay yeah well, I uh, <laughs> I see, I see, I see, uh, yeah. flame being lit. <laughs> hey, man, we got another forty minutes. Let's oh man, see, she just wants to do this all day. Well, I'll say this. Um, I can see how you say that. Um, I think there's many answers people could seek, whether it's physical or spiritual. Um, mm -hmm. how you choose to tackle it, I guess, is up to the holder because this is something you really can't prove. Like I said, I think uh, faith is just kind of innate. Like Lizzie said, it's kind of innate to the individual. Mm -hmm. Um. And uh, I think multiple virgin perspectives on it, you know, um, are things that uh, hold a, a wide range of discussion for the future. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's close this go. one out. Thanks, everyone, for watching. Uh, make sure you follow the Code Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and on YouTube. Uh, we're also on Patreon. $5 a month gets you the entire backlog of My Black Friends podcast, as well as any future content we create for either platform. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We got to pop out of here. All right, everyone. Peace. And Steve is wrong. <laughs> <laughs>